welcome to another fabulous Seram Yu edition of Love and Justice. This week we're covering the very first ever Mew, Dark Kingdom Gaiden no Fukatsuhen. And I gotta tell you guys, after spending so much time with the new Takarazuka Mews, it was super weird to see dudes on stage. Like somehow Tuxedo Mask is way less sexy to a bunch of mostly straight women when he is played by an actual man. It defies science. Not too much in terms of announcements this week. We're still not totally sure what we're going to be covering next week, but I want to thank all of you who've sent us your suggestions via Facebook, email, and Twitter, and for the tremendous outpouring of clamp love, particularly for Magic Knight Ray Earth. We'll announce whatever it is we decide via social media as soon as we decide something. I also want to say thank you to all the wonderful people who came out to our panel at Amazing Houston Comic Con last weekend. Kelby and I and our special guest panelist, Xander Jeanneret, really enjoyed meeting and sharing our love of all things Sailor Moon with you. I will send them your love. <laughs> it actually ended up working out that I, I couldn't go because mm-hmm. my sister's going to be in town. Oh, well, she can sleep in my room if she wants. Oh, she's going to stay down in, what are they, Newport, Huntington? Mm-hmm. Where are they? She told me. That beach. Oh, she and Nick are staying some fancy place. Hey, North Hollywood ain't good enough for them. They think they're better than us. They're going to stay somewhere with a beach. Oh, I think, shit. Honey, I think she said Newport. Newport. Yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, here's the thing. Newport Beach is really nice. I went nice. deep sea fishing uh, out of Newport one time. Did you catch a trash can and an old man? No, I caught a fish. <laughs> oh, great. And Fine. they cleaned it and cut it up for me on board. Wow. And then I brought it home and I ate it the next day. Nice. And it was delicious. That's fantastic. I know. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I think good. we're probably just going to drink some cheap beer on a beach. Mm, nice. Yeah. Well, make sure you disguise it because you can't have beer there. That's oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to put a t- piece of tape on it that just says mm, not, not beer. Not beer. Perfect. I think that's a that's a great plan. That's a great plan. Kind of like God. um in La Rey Conquista, wherein all of the Shitano should have just worn signs that said not, not Kunzai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I want to make a shirt that says not Kunzai. Yeah. I'm uh I'm <laughs> not the person. I know. They should have had that on their polo shirts yeah. in this. Oh, in, the, in this one? Yeah. Oh, oh. Jesus. In yep. Gaiden Dark Kingdom. I'm no pretty Fuka- sure. Gaiden Dark Kingdom no Fukatsuhen. No. No. Which yeah. translates roughly to Ultimate Legend Dark Kingdom Survival Story? Maybe? They said revival in this in the subtitles. <clears throat> yeah. They translated it as revival. Yeah, revival story. Oh, I said, think I said survival. You, said survival. Uh, you know, revival, survival. They survived see, and were I, revived. See, the uh. thing is, if I had to choose between surviving and having to wear a polo shirt <laughs> and staying dead, I think I'd stay dead. Yeah, yeah. those polo shirts, man. They looked like dads they really did they yes. really did so, part of me is like i don't know if in this musical the shitano were actually a lot older than the girls playing the senshi because like mamaru seemed like he was about the same age first of all mamaru had fucking nothing to do in the show nothing. by the he way he's shit. in like three scenes he did nothing he got crucified <laughs> and then he did curtain call oh yeah. wait wait you forgot the scene where he like sex crooned those yoma oh, to death right. he did sex croon yoma to death <laughs> <laughs> well he did get some cool stunts mm-hmm. in like the last 
big fight. That's right. But yeah. after that, he was done. He was done. He didn't even get, he didn't even, like, really get revived mm-hmm. at the end. He just showed up for the girls. Yeah, he did. Like, so they revived the girls, mm-hmm. and then they all start to sing La Soldier, and at some point in the middle of La Soldier, he's just standing on top of that platform. Right, right. So I guess you assume that he got revived? I guess. <laughs> or or did everyone else revive on the moon? He, They all came back, forgot he was there, and he had to figure out his own way home when he revived like 10 minutes later. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, but I was really thinking about it. I was like, Mama's hardly in this. No. He just wears like his dad's jacket, shows up and tells Usagi <laughs> he's going to take her to the ocean, shows up as tuxedo mask and like, 50s croons these Yoma to no, death. No, he 50 croons them first and then shows up in his dad's ah, jacket. Ah, okay. So the first time we ever see him, he's tuxedo mask. With the most absurd mask I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. huge. You and cannot see his eyes. He no. has like tiny little eye holes. That's why he couldn't fight. Mm. That's, why he had to, <laughs> that's why he had to sex croon everybody. Yeah. Because his mask would have made it like a hazard. But to be fair, tuxedo mask in this Mew has more powers than tuxedo mask in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, he actually doesn't like have martial arts training. That's true, and apparently the the his voice is magic. Guys, uh, yeah, all the clothing in this play is oh, so God. big that if you told me there were four layers of tearaway clothing yeah. in each outfit, I would believe you. Yeah. yeah. Listen, this theater had no dressing rooms, so every costume Everyone character just has wore all the their costumes on top of each they other. They have to wear five layers of clothing. That's why all the clothing is so Except, big. oddly enough, when the Sheeta know are in disguise as a gymnastics team. Uh, <laughs> right. Then they're wearing the tightest dad jeans you've ever seen in your oh, life. Mom jeans. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more packed jeans. into those things than a mom ever had. Uh, <laughs> it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure none of those dudes can have children now because of how tight those jeans were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yes. God. So we are talking about uh, the very first uh, Seramu that ever was. Uh, it had two versions of it. The version that we watched, which was its original incarnation, which was in the summer of 1993. It is Seramu Dark Kingdom Gaiden Fukatsuhen, or Gaiden Dark Kingdom Fukatsuhen. It doesn't really matter the order of things because it all gets weirdly translated into English anyway. Uh, and uh, this was in, as I say, this the summer of 1993. It, it, it uh, ran from August 11th, 1993 to August 29th of 1993. Uh, and then was revived in a slightly different iteration in the winter of 1994. They just added more polo shirts. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> were just more polo shirts. Jeez. Uh, no, the uh, the uh, the girls were all the same. Okay. But and and Queen Beryl was the same, and Luna and Artemis were the same. Oh, we couldn't get rid of that um, part. And, but Tuxedo Mask, uh, the uh, Haruna Sensei, who was just in that one scene, uh, Kunzite, Zoisite, and the Didi girls. So the like random Dark Kingdom dancers were supposed to be the Didi girls. Who were also the mannequins. They were also the they were also the mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh it's like mannequins, but alive and evil and not Kim yes, Cattrall. Yes, and uh, yeah, they <laughs> they uh, um, they all were replaced for the the other um, iteration of it. But we couldn't get rid of Luna and Artemis. No, we no. couldn't rewrite that and nope. get rid of. That was the most bizarre. Well, and this is the only Mew that ever had Luna and Artemis in it. Probably because everybody got super uncomfortable. <laughs> the thing is, having adults cavorting in cat suits only works if everyone on stage is cavorting like, in cat suits. Yeah, like cats. And even then, I hate it because it's cats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's awful. But at least everybody it was looks like awful weird together. cats. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Luna has her weird like circle boobs. Why? I don't know. And she's yeah. wearing like a turtleneck and yep. fishnet like, and I'm a mini skirt. Yeah. I'm not saying like her boobs were like circles. I'm saying they sewed shapes into her shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were like as if a robot mm-hmm. had can boobs. Yeah. On the front of an like, outfit. Smushed can boobs yeah. on the front of an outfit. And then like Artemis had a weird like onesie with a weird like fur underbelly on yeah. it, but, but the zipper was in the and, front. And where the fur was, it looked like in the original design, like he just had like a cha- like a, a stomach right. window, and they were yeah. like, "You can't do that." You and they were like, "All right, that. fine. Well, I'm putting a whole top on, but then I'm adding like an accent, mm. yeah, to mm. uh, to like really frame his tum tum." And then like there's crescent moons were turned sideways. Yeah, I don't know what Why? that was about. And their crescent moves were also, like, as big as their faces. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone else feel like uh, these two would not be out of place in that manger scene from Love Actually? <laughs> Where no. there's, like, three lobsters right. and the oh nativity. This is the second and third cat. They <laughs> the did nativity. look like there was, there was more than one cat present <laughs> yes. at the birth of our savior? And they all sing Catch yep. a Falling Star and put it in your pocket. <laughs> yep, they sure That's did. That's what these costumes look like. <laughs> yeah... Uh, I don't. I just. Every what? time, every time they left the stage, I was like relieved, but I didn't understand why. Yeah. <laughs> Until they mostly, point. as far as I could tell, with Luna and Artemis, they mostly had them in scenes for the purposes of costume changes and exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that thing is happening. Right. What's happening? I don't know. I'll describe I mean, it to you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I would have preferred they just had some some stuffed animals on stage oh, no. and gave them the, some VO. The PGSM puppets are yes. looking real I, yes. good right I now. I would have been happy with PGSM puppets, and I would have been happy with child actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were the cutest child actor. Uh, yeah. If this was like a little, mm-hmm. a cute little like. Like, cast, like, a 12-year-old who looks No, 10. but this was, like, a 30-year-old man in a onesie. That like, made me so yeah. uncomfortable. This looked like the guy at the con that if he started talking to your child while you weren't around, you'd be like, where is security? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Where the fuck is security? <laughs> Come here, honey. Come yeah. away Come from here. the Come nasty here. man. Yeah. And Luna looked like a sorority girl was like, mm. I want to go as a cat for but, Halloween. Uh, but, like, a sexy cat. Yes. <laughs> but she didn't have the budget to get the sexy cat costume. Right, so she right. So she just own. made one with a turtleneck. <laughs> she had in her closet <laughs> correct the only item of black clothing i have and she just cut a moon out of <laughs> poster like, board and yeah. put sparkles on it exactly oh my God. yeah and then she got drunk and made out with that weird artemis party. Uh, probably because every, everyone said we looked good together i don't know i had like three jello shots on an empty stomach now the pictures are all over my space <laughs> Oh, man, oh and my those god! Wigs. Oh, the wigs are so bad. Oh my god, those wigs! They're so bad. But at least Sailor Moon so... looks like Michelle Rodriguez. She does look like. I Michelle Rodriguez. I actually like the girl who plays um, Sailor Moon. So of course, this was the very first uh, Usagi in Seramu, uh, whose name is uh, Anzo Oyama. And she actually, I really enjoyed. No, she was great. Yeah. All of her choices were really good. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see what she could do with uh, a Reconquista script. Sure. I agree, because I feel like she came across a lot to me the same way that um, uh, Muazama from all the Dracula musicals did, who I don't necessarily love, but I think it's just because of the script. Like, I feel like this, I feel like Anza made, like, stronger, like, Ugly face, choice. weird yeah. choices, which I love in Inusagi. Yeah. She was super grounded. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah. The other girls, they didn't really give them enough to No, do. I agree. I agree. It's like they kind of tried to give Minako a little bit more to do with the love story with um, Saito-senpai. Saito. Um, 
But you it mean what, the gay gymnast? Gay gymnast, Saito Senpai. Guys, he literally just backflips onto the stage. <laughs> there's there's no, there's the no, stage. and there's no introduction for him. Like, there's no music. There's uh-huh. no sound it's, cue. Here we are. And then it's hop, like, hop, hop, guys, hop, it's hop, like hello. it's reflective of men's <laughs> gymnastics. Because I don't know if you guys know, but men's gymnastics not nearly as interesting as women's gymnastics. It's, that's kind yeah. of true. Like their floor routines is literally them just like aggressively flipping. It's Whereas true. like women's, Girl, yeah, there's they like dancing dance, and, and then flipping. Music, yeah. And then yeah, but men's they're just like I'm a flip and I'm a flip over. Here. I'm gonna flip and split. <laughs> so I mean, uh... what's really funny though is that like there's no sound cue, but the girls are kind of just standing around waiting for him to come mm-hmm. in, which makes me wonder: did we miss a sound cue? Like what? If I there, don't know. I feel like there was supposed to be a sound cue there announcing were, him. There I mean... were several cues that got missed because uh, Tuxedo Mask's first appearance, mm-hmm. he stands on stage, his light comes up, and the dramatic sound starts after he's been standing there patiently for three seconds. Oh mm-hmm. my god. They were having yeah. a time in that sound booth. They were, definitely. There were also, like, awkwardly long pauses when the girls, like, shouted out their um, transformation call-outs. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then it took them, like, an additional, like, 20 seconds to appear on stage, even though they clearly had already changed because it was, like, during intermission. Right. Do you think what? they were just moving something and, like, it, the backstage area just got, like, clogged up? I think they so. were, like, mm. boom, 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 No, I think my so. My mic is live. Right. My mic is live. Right, cannot, right, right. I cannot scream at you right now. Right. <laughs> you are dead. Mercury makeup. Get the fuck out of my way. Well, I mean, if Beryl's costume is any indication, it was a little oh. crowded back there. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. She, so she had two giant... Uh, not even epaulets, just sticks. They were just like pauldrons, sort yeah. of. Well, here's the thing, though, is that like she has a costume change because when right, she first right. shows up, they're just spikes on her shoulders. For yeah, she's got unicorn horns just yeah. popping well, up out of there. she has spikes on her shoulders in um, Reconquista and in uh, um, PGSM, but they're they right. look more organic. Yeah. <laughs> they just look like just... they looked like someone made like poster board cones and stuff yeah, like, on her shoulders. They're, they're, like when people try <laughs> to make their pony look like a unicorn, right? For, like, right. A state and fair then they put yes, fabric on top. Yes. of the, the form that they yeah. made. And so she's got those on and then that purple dress. Which was and, fine. Which yeah, was fine. was fine. But then when she comes back out later for like the big <clears throat> evil fight, she's covered in black and silver Christmas tree Who's, pencil Oh my God, Who's, it's literally like they went to the dollar store and were like, yes, perfect. <laughs> this excuse is me. <laughs> is this your gothic Christmas tree walking around? <laughs> She did. She look did like legit. No, I legitimately tree. wrote down that she looked like an actual Christmas tree, but like just a purple Christmas but then tree. But her wig also had this weird like candelabra thing going on. Yeah. I don't know what happened to her wig between Act One and Act Two, but it was not pretty. She had her hair had extended to become like um, a combination of Peridot mm-hmm. from Steven Universe, yeah, sure, but also an alien queen. Yeah. Yeah. And then she had these weird sticks of tinsel coming off mm-hmm. of her shoulders, which would be fine if it wasn't for the fact that she clearly ran into a set making it to her entrance. Right, right. So one was sticking one out sideways and one was just dangling limp. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, oh my, my god. god. So yeah. Uh, what was the backstage area like? Because I people wonder. were coming I don't on know. set. There's really wrecked. no additional set pieces besides No, there those was like a set back. of stairs and that was it. And there was no set your, pieces. Well, you had the set pieces that you set for atmosphere like a bench. A park bench. Yeah. And then like a table with an umbrella on it. That was it. Yeah. And like a a an, a department store display that opened up to reveal a mannequin. Yeah. 
Which was like an iceberg covered in swimsuits. Yeah. yeah. Covered in three it swimsuits. Really looked, it looked like a 2D representation of the um, Fantasyland castle from Disney. Yes. Yeah. With swimsuits hanging so, on it. Can I tell you the other thing that kind of drove me nuts about the fact that they were shopping for swimsuits? Yes. No one was trying on swimsuits. Mm-hmm. They were pointing at swimsuits and saying, which one are you going to get? And <laughs> anyone who has ever gone swimsuit shopping knows you don't oh, just you get to try look. that shit on. Yeah. Like, no one tried anything on. They're like, which one are you getting? And I'm like, bitch, none of those are going to fit you. Yeah. You're just going to cry a little in the dressing room and go home. <laughs> because the fluorescent lighting is going to show you every ripple of cellulite I you've know. ever had. Why do they put fluorescent lights in dressing rooms? Because they want to take you down a peg, I think. Mm. They want you to feel so miserable don't they, they can sell, sell you anything. Don't they want to sell clothes? Like, well, that's the thing, is that you will buy the thing that you're wearing and crying mm. in because you're like, I will get there. This is my motivation <laughs> suit. And then you'll go and you'll buy pants to cover up your cellulite butt, which everybody has, <laughs> and, by and the way. And some of those yes. like, green tea bullshit supplements. Yeah, and then you'll also go buy a fitness DVD from the electronics section. <laughs> oh my that's God, why they put fluorescence damn, in the dressing room. That sounds like a Dark Kingdom plot if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> it's their only successful one because it works on all of us. <laughs> I know. That in Pokemon Go. This is why yeah. I never bought anything when I worked at Target is because I didn't want to be subjected to the horrible fluorescent lights in the dressing room. You were like, I'm not yeah. going to spend my there. whole paycheck. I'm not going to get there. I recently ordered a bathing suit online, and that was a revelation. Really? Yeah. Really? I also bought a bathing suit at Target not too long ago without trying it on, which was also a great choice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't try on bathing suits anymore. I'm just like, what is this? Medium Mm -hmm. top, great. Large bottoms, that's right. See, I have this thing that I do where I just pick up clothing that I like that I can try on over my clothes and then I just shuffle walk in it to Mm -hmm. the jewelry department where there is a mirror on the side of the sunglasses case. And I go, yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, Yeah, you white trash try stuff on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll take shorts and do the waistband trick Mm -hmm. where if it fits around your neck, it'll Mm -hmm. fit around your waist. what? I've never heard this. If you take jeans, Uh it doesn't, I mean, it depends on your proportions, but usually. I got some thighs, Nine times, same. But (laughs) nine times out of ten, if you take a pair of jeans and you take the sides and you connect, you can touch them around your neck, that'll show you how tight they are around your waist. What? And if you I can get the ends to touch each other pretty well, then you're going to be able to fit in those. Holy Damn. shit. Mm-hmm. And then I do the boob test where I take a shirt and I just lay it mm. across my boobs to see if the sides will touch the side seam of the shirt I'm already wearing. Ah. I should, hold on. I need to borrow your pen. I need to take some notes. <laughs> I need to be taking all the notes. Well, time to go to Target, guys. This is a great podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Target Cast. <laughs> Welcome to Department Store Cast. Yes. Uh, lest we get too deep down the rabbit hole of costume specifics <laughs> and fitting people uh, into clothing... Uh, the version of this musical that we watched included a little rehearsal video. <laughs> oh, that was really cute. That was, was my favorite part. That was a really yeah. great part. Yeah. I mean, I'm an actor. I, I have a fondness for rehearsal footage anyway. Right. But, oh my God, these precious little 90s babies mm-hmm. with their 90s snacks and their 90s hairdos. Oh, and Mamaru with his rehearsal headband. Oh my God, that bandana. For those so of dumb. you that do not do theater, there is like, there's always like mm-hmm. a separate fashion trend that That's applies true. specifically to rehearsals. That's very true. Where you're like, That's super true. it's a thing you wear to look at at rehearsals. And in the mm-hmm. 90s, it was floppy hair with a little bandana headband.
band. Yeah. To keep and, you from sweating. And oh yep. man, does this cute little Mamaru <laughs> have the most precious little 90s headband yeah. uh, made out of a handkerchief yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Well, and then Minako like had just, because she had really short hair, so she had just like the front part of it braided oh, yeah. <laughs> to like keep yeah. her bangs out of her eyes. It was so cute. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dude. Ju- Jupiter had one of those shirts that USA, mm-hmm. but it just said United like Surfers, Surfers of right. America. Amazing, amazing. I was like, you. One of the girls Don't had that really surf. had a really cute like pigtail braid thing, like the hanging down. Pigtails. Oh, that was Mars. That was super yeah. cute. Um, also, like during this rehearsal video, like Minako and that guy who played Kunzai had like really good chemistry. Oh yeah. I was I waiting feel for like that I to pan out. I see that on stage. Well, I, feel I was like, waiting for that to pan out. Here's the thing: they didn't really show that dude's face during the rehearsal You're video. Right. It makes me. Did think, they recast? No, I think that was a crew guy standing in. Oh. So like maybe her. She and had one real of the good lighting, chemistry with that yeah, guy. Maybe it was a forbidden mo- romance Please? between her and a lighting guy. Please tell me she fucked that lighting guy. I hope she I fucked sure the lighting so. guy. <laughs> they had the best yeah, chemistry. Yeah, because you never they see did, that They did. They had really good chemistry. Yeah, you don't see his face in the rehearsal video when she's doing that scene. So I feel like that was a stand-in. Oh, well, she needs to marry that stand-in. <laughs> I bet she did. Yeah! <laughs> if you have any information about that stand-in, please let us know. And I ship it. Takuchi was there. I know! In the most fabulous suit! Right, it was a striped oh. suit. It was a multicolored striped suit. Yes! But oh it was also God. a skirt. Yeah, it was a skirt suit. Yeah. It was like a little, like, tiny pencil skirt and, like, a short puppy sleeve jacket. And it was all, like, multicolored stripes yes. and, like, green and yellow oh and blue. It was, and, oh, my God, it was sharp. fabulous. Guys, super sharp. You guys, the early 90s was so magical. It really was. <laughs> I just, the more I'm away from it, the more I want to go back to it. It's coming back. Oh, I'm I'm there. Like, they, like I remember everyone always tells you, like, if you wore it the first time around, you don't wear it the second time around. I'm like, fuck you, fuck because you. that stuff was great. I'm going to dress like a fly girl <laughs> the minute it's on the rack at Forever 21, and you cannot stop me if you tried. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so God. True. Yeah, it was so cool to see, like, Naoko sitting there, like, watching their rehearsal. Oh, and geeking out. Yeah. yeah. She's just freaking out. But she's like, first, oh, my God. At first, she's, like, real stern, though. She's, like, she's watching and nodding mm-hmm. and not really saying anything. She I'm didn't like, want them oh to know. God. But, yeah, but then at the end, she's like, you all look great, and I can't wait to see it. And I'm so proud of you, and please do your best. And I you're like, know. oh, it's so good. It's like when you have that mean teacher that's like really harsh during rehearsals, and then when you're like ready to open, she's like, I'm so proud, and you're all so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And then you just lose it and start yeah. crying. Yeah. So good. Miss Nichols. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the basic plot of this musical is rather than just doing the story of the Dark Kingdom a la La Reconquista. Which I don't know why we didn't just do that. I, uh, I am inclined to agree. <laughs> guys, guys, you know what's much better than that? Just like like a, a sequel. <laughs> but like a side story. Yeah, perfect. But like fan fiction. But like with all of the exact same characters and emotional beats as last time. Yeah, yep. but like it's different because it's. We mentioned flat out that it's a sequel. It's different because we mentioned this has happened before, yeah. but not. <laughs> but it has. Yeah. But not. But not. But it has. Yeah. Uh, but not though. Yeah. But not. But it is. <laughs> I, I mean, that's basically what it is. Is they kind of like retell the story but of they don't the really Dark add anything Kingdom, different. but they don't add anything. No. Except that the boys are a gymnastics team. <laughs> And they kind of remember each other from last time. Sort of, yeah. But see, here's the thing. I mm-hmm. thought they were going to play into that more of having the Shitano be like, no, we're facing you again, but we love you, and this right. is so tragic. Right. But instead yeah. it was just like, nah, it's just the same damn thing. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, there wasn't... 
they didn't do enough with the Shitano love. Like, they brought up the Shitano love story, yeah. but, like, they didn't do anything with like, it. Like, right. if you're going to have that, again, flip the script and make it be that they're like, oh, we're going to, just kidding, mm-hmm. we also remember and we're going to team up yeah, with you. Yeah, we're going to team yeah. up with you and, like, but save the world. But as soon as you and... stop Beryl, we're going to disappear because she recreated this right. or something weird. And it would have been beautiful and tragic. And Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't like, do that. Once we defeat Beryl together, right. all of this will cease to exist because she made this alternate Right. Oh, I'm I'm I cringe at the fact I'm about to reference this. Okay, go. But they should have done like a Cinderella mm-hmm. three, a twist in time. Uh, oh, the animated. Uh, there, it's the third. It's the most bananas thing. Actually, you know what? I don't re- I don't get anything because I think it's bananas. <laughs> There's a third straight to DVD. I've seen it. Cinderella I know exactly movie. What you're talking about. And the evil stepmother time travels. Whoa. To prevent Cinderella from uh, meeting the prince and having her happy ending. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. she has mm-hmm. to set everything right wow. and reverse the scenario that the evil stepmother has wow. put in place. Lady Tremaine needs to get a life. She though. time travels, and uh, yep. that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like they should have taken a page from Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time. Well, to tell you the truth, I think this musical came out before that. Well, um, oh. touche. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> but if it had come out after it, then right. maybe, maybe it would have taken. Yeah, I agree. Different. It's like it's. I mean, like, in, honest, in all honesty, like, I hate saying this, but, like, the Dracula musical was more different in terms of its telling of Sailor Moon S than this was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, it was short. It was only 117 minutes. This musical mm-hmm. was. The yeah, Dracula, the Dracula musical, musical was, like, like, three hours. The weirdest thing about this musical is the choices it makes are so lukewarm for most of it. And then when you get to the big boss fight, it That's becomes a prison yard. It is the best people, part of the show. And then the mm-hmm. mood changes entirely. There Dude, is a crucifixion yeah. scenario, and people get shanked. Oh yeah, visibly shanked. The the uh, the the, the senshi are fighting like they are karate masters, and oh, they are yeah. fucking shit up. The shichino mm-hmm. are getting thrown mm-hmm. around. Oh, like it is like a it is a bare hands brawl. Yeah. Yeah, powers are an afterthought. Like, but what's funny is that it starts off being a West Side Story dance fight, oh, yes. and then it does, just devolves yes. into this like jailhouse riot. But I, I mean, I yes. joke about like people getting shanked. No, the hand motions. No, no, no. Are There's like legit shanking people, happening. Yeah, people put each other in headlocks and then literally mime stabbing the other person in the torso multiple times while the other person screams and then get <laughs> thrown downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And great. you're like, what? What? No, it's so funny because it does. Like, okay, so we always joke about how, like, in the old muse, there's a lot of unnecessary dancing. Yes. And most of it is, like, step-touch turn. Yeah. Like, not even, like, pirouette, just, like, a little no, turn. step-touch turn. Yeah. A Lola turn. Yeah, and and maybe some jazz squares. I don't, I don't dance so good. And you watch the early muse and you're like, Oh, that's Lola choreography. <laughs> that's like, the rest of us will do something more complicated. Lola, you stand in the back and you do the step-touch. <laughs> um... But, like, and that's the thing is, like, the dancing is super underwhelming. And then there's just, like, random dance scenes with the the managuins. I keep wanting to call them manguins, which is Megan Salinas' social media. But, but don't associate <laughs> her with that. Nah, she's way cooler than she's that. There are, than those. there are ten Megans. Right. <laughs> ten, ten Megan Salinas' are dancing oh on God. stage. Dancing across the back yes. of the stage. <laughs> Someone please make a gif of that. <laughs> just scarves and like, all. Ten Ten Megans. Yes. Uh, just dancing around. And then they turn into the DD girls later and they do the exact same shit. But they don't call them the DD girls. No, they never they do. Are the DD girls. But they're apparently like in the program listed as the DD girls or something. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. The Wikipedia article lists them as being Dee Dee girls. I mean, I so. feel like that's what they'd have to be. Yeah. For anybody who's unclear who the Dee Dee girls are, they are the pornographic the sky dancers yeah. from uh, the finale of the 90s anime season yes. one. Um, yeah, but then the girls are just doing like a step touch while they're doing like weird like leaps and cartwheels around them. Yes. <laughs> I just, it's so weird. Like I said, it's like there's so much unnecessary dancing because yeah. like in the new muse, there are a lot of songs where they just sing. They don't dance. Yeah. But in all of the songs that there are no songs in the old muse or certainly in this one, which was the first one where they just like stand there and sing a song. But even all the songs that they do sing don't even really have anything to do no, with anything. No, it's just like a play that has some songs in it. it the songs don't advance the plot, there really. Are, there are like two songs that actually mm-hmm. have to do anything with anything. And that's like Sailor War. Sure. Where they're like, which, the going, which was like stuff. a, which was like baby La Rey Conquista. Yeah. <laughs> but like, finally we're singing a song that means yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally. And then the, I think the song when they finally get to the dark kingdom and they're like, this is going mm-hmm. down for real. And then the fight happens. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, La Soldier. And that's yeah. it. Here's, here's the other crazy thing. We but keep... La Soldier doesn't actually advance the plot. They're just like, what up bitches? We're still alive. La Soldier. That's <laughs> true. But it, it, it meant something. It, okay. <laughs> here's, but like when we reference gymnastics, we're not no, this saying, is actual gymnastics. Here's the thing. We're not saying every character's doing gymnastics. The girls are all doing step uh-huh. touches. And, and the then. boys are doing gymnastics mm-hmm. routine. It would be like if you got an Olympic gymnast and then had me like awkwardly like clapping my hands to like a pop song on the radio mm-hmm. and then had someone do an Olympic routine around me, that's but there exactly was an audience. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's about what it would be like, but I would also pay money to watch that happen to me. <laughs> sure. Because yep. that would be hilarious. <laughs> yep. But not dramatic. Just weird. Just weird. Yeah. God, the sheets and it's, yeah. The, the, it's so uncomfortable to see them as men. It's so uncomfortable uh, to see I them as men like who it. are like older. They yeah. look so, they look so much older than those girls. Oh, I'm I think so you're, curious. You are the one who mentioned it when they pair off uh, to go on a date. You said it looked like they were late to like the daddy daughter dance. Yes. Because <laughs> they're all holding hands as they go to the theme park and then like. <laughs> The girls look so young yeah. in comparison. All right. Well, Come on, champ. It. We're going to be late to your Girl and Scout then, fundraising dance. And then they made this, like, super bizarre choice with the Shitano also. And, I mean, granted, like, they're in better disguise than the pandemic form. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not, yeah, and they're not wearing wigs. Yeah. They're wearing like, the least sexual yeah, outfits they made, you've ever seen. Yeah, they made this weird choice to put them all in, like, dad outfits and to not have their wigs. They're yeah. all wearing White dad tennis mm-hmm. shoes, mom jeans, polo shirts, <laughs> right. and baseball, baseball caps. Right. And see, this would make perfect choice perfect sense if it were like Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where right. they look like normal Japanese people and then they transform mm-hmm. to look like magical people yes. with multicolored yeah. hair. But but, they, but the girls had their wigs on. Yeah, exactly. So it's not consistent. Yeah. Also, speaking of PGSM, if you thought those Shitano outfits were ridiculous. <laughs> I think the Shitano outfits are great in PGSM. I mean, I, lo- I love them, but they're I, ridiculous. They're a little ridiculous. Those, what you're about oh to say, God. please note it was so ridiculous, I already repressed it and just remembered now. Oh, God. Oh, Jared, my God. Like a flashback. Oh, Go God. On. They have a flashback to the Moon Kingdom. Right. Because apparently she doesn't. They remember? don't remember the Moon Kingdom? They remember, but they remember being Senshi, and they know that they can still transform. Right. But Usagi, I guess she just, like, decided to totally repress that That memory. night that they all died. And sure. But they don't yeah. follow through on that. No, not really. No. Nah. But anyway, <laughs> they have a flashback to this ball, and, like, everybody's dancing. 
Endymion comes out with the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen. Is it a winter's seen. ball? Hey. And the Skyless <laughs> Sisters are the envy of all. Yo. <laughs> you can marry a sister, you you're rich, rich, son. Is it a question of if Burr or which one? Endymion <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes out. And I mean, I've never seen epaulets oh so horrible. Oh my god! Okay, no, literally. Now, now like... I'm envisioning him with those epaulets going, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But they don't like those epaulets. Don't even. They look like somebody. <laughs> no, they look so like someone sewed two like random shapes together, yes. and like put. A really skinny string of elastic mm. on the bottom, and just put his arm through it. Yes, that's what that looks. That's what that costume I mean, looks you like. A pool that the floaty, like the higher. The, like the this is the thing: is the lampshade epaulets look good they in look comparison so to this? Right so attached to the outfit. Yes, yes. <laughs> these do not look attached and to the outfit. Like, that is the ugliest outfit I've ever seen. And right. then and then the Shintano come out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh this is these this are, is after Usagi has come out oh. wearing who the fuck knows what. I don't know what's going on with that dress. Like, she has, like, all these random golden vines just, like, growing like, out of the front of her dress. It looks like Princess Peach's dress fucked Lady yeah. Gaga. Yes. Oh, meets, meets the dress that Drew oh Barrymore God. wears to prom, mm. tries to wear to prom, and oh, never oh, been never kissed. Been kissed. And she gets hit with eggs. Yes, mm. it looks like all three of those. Yep. She's probably wearing all three of those at the exact same time. Yep. And, um, <laughs> and then the Shitano come out wearing literally hoop skirt epaulets. Yeah. <laughs> Literally hoop skirt epaulets. There's no other way to describe There's no them. Other way to describe. And like those hoop skirt epaulets have capes attached to them. Yes. Who in the costuming department was like, you know what's going to say Moon Kingdom flashback? Really fucking big epaulets with capes. Like what? Like everything in this show, they took that 20 foot rule that right. you have in theater. Right. Yeah. They like really took it Like seriously. the cutie moon ride. Oh, it's so my huge. God. Okay, so it's so huge. It makes me you uncomfortable. Do yes. you remember? I feel like every school mm-hmm. had the kid who made the novelty mm-hmm. costume that was a guy in the shower. Yes. And they did the mm-hmm. loop and then had the fake mm-hmm. shower curtain. Yeah, like in Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, imagine that, but on <laughs> shoulders. So there's two of them. So there are two. And like, I'm not even kidding, guys, at least twice as large. Like, oh, yeah. If, yeah. if you have not seen this musical, like, it has to be seen to be believed. Because I don't even know if they're wearing those costumes. Oh, like, Actually, those you, costumes called it, wearing you called it best. <laughs> Look up Carol Burnett yes. doing oh, yes. her Gone with the Wind parody, <laughs> where instead of making a dress out of curtains, she's wearing the curtain rod and the curtains. <laughs> That's what this was, but there were oh my God. four of them. And they were twirling, and every time they twirled, it was just curtains, 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 I was so curtains, scared curtains. for the girls that they were dancing with, because I was like, someone's going to get knocked off yeah. that stage. <laughs> You're going to get slapped in the face. The fuck out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few times during the show where I was like, is it different people playing the gymnastics team Shitano and the actual Shitano? But no, it's the same people. It's the same dudes. Well, yeah, and you're, at first you're like, maybe not. And then the Shitano start doing stunts during that final battle. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, that's them. Those are those guys. No, they just dude, look real stupid. The dancing was fucking terrible in the show, but the stunts were amazing. Oh, my God. And everybody got to do them. It was awesome. Like, even the girls got to do some stunts. Yes. Like, hand-to-hand combat yeah. stunts. Dude, Usagi, like, kicked the shit out of Jedi at one point. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, just kicked him and punched him in the face like so good I know. so good <laughs> meanwhile mamaru <laughs> uh you mean uh liberace jesus <laughs> <laughs> his la 
homemade cape was too much oh for God, me. Oh my God, it didn't even flow nice. Like it looked no, like somebody no. took, it looked, looked like somebody took one of those mylar blankets that they wrap mm-hmm. you in at the end of a marathon and made a cape out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if someone's Maybe in shock to like did. reflect yeah. their body heat back into their yes. body. Mm-hmm. It's not good, man. Yeah. Overall, I feel Bad. like they didn't have a lot of money. So they're like, you know what? We're just going to add some more hoop steel. And <laughs> oh, Jesus. Call it a costume. And you know what makes me so disappointed is that, like, during the beginning where mm-hmm. they show you the BTS stuff of, like, mm-hmm. the girls rehearsing and they're like, and the crew's hard at work, too. And you see people, like, sewing and cutting confetti. Yeah. And like, oh, they're working so hard. I know. It's so great. It's so great. And then they come out on stage and you're, and you're like, like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fire the crew. Fire all the crew. Fire yeah. them. What were you doing? The costume department. Like, ugh. Vegas Yikes. showgirl fukus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did like, though, speaking of the crew cutting stuff out, I did like the scene where uh, Mamoru died. And, all <laughs> and there were the soccer I At first, I thought they had just been knocked loose. Like, they mm-hmm. were... I, I, init- I really thought that it was, like, for later. And I was like, oh, no, oh, he no. fell and he hit something. And then more fell and I was like... Oh God! There's just rose petals because he's dead. Yes. Yeah, no. It's interesting because I feel like this musical was like so silly for yeah. about an hour, and yeah. then the last twenty minutes were really fucking good. Well, we didn't even transform until the last twenty. I minutes. know. Let yeah. let that sink in. They yeah. don't transform until an hour into this musical. Wow. I mean, you saw them transformed in the. Uh, dream that Usagi had in the beginning. Right. And in the flashback to the Moon Kingdom. Right. Yeah, because we yeah. couldn't all get dresses as fabulous as Usagi. No. <laughs> oh my god. But they all got those white dresses in Lare Conquista I and like, fought with see, swords which is fucking rad. I don't understand yeah. why nobody else does that. Mm-hmm. White dresses and swords every time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Seriously. But swords yeah. are white dresses. I like it. I also loved how, like, in Reconquista, I felt like at least with the song that they sang with the Shitano when they showed up as the pandemic four and were like, ladies, we can't get yes. you off our mind. Like, I feel like there was at least like some tact and like wordplay and stuff. And like, it was kind of sexy. But yeah. like in this, they literally just show up and they're like, Ami, you're really smart. I'm really smart. Let's get together. And they're like, no, okay. It was basically like Pikachu, I choose you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Jupiter, you're son. strong. Mm. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> We're together now, I guess. <laughs> he like is, he's all like, Ami, what's your IQ? And she's like, 300. Oh my God, let's go. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Girl, no. I like I like the Ami that's like weird about boys better. I do. Yeah. Where they have to hold a handkerchief oh, instead of hands. So Where she's like, gross, I'll hang out with you, but don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shy. And that relationship to me made so much more sense than whatever the fuck was going on with Minako and um, Saito Senpai. Yeah. 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 So Saito, for anybody who doesn't know, though most of you probably do know, um, Saito is a character from uh, Code name Sailor V, uh, who Minako is in fact in love with. He is an upperclassman at her school. He's actually in love with a teacher whom Minako disguises herself as and he kisses her. Wow, that's um, awkward as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's fine. But he does look exactly like Kunzite. Yes. Um, so that's why it was even more weird that he didn't like he, have the Kunzite wig. Right. He was just like some dude in a polo shirt. <laughs> um, but, like, I thought it was cute how the other girls were, like, all encouraging that relationship yeah. to happen. Like, I enjoyed all of that. But, like, I felt like she was so out of character for Minako. Like, because you have to think of it this way. Like, in La Reconquista, Minako's like, 
Coon's like, you and me, we're getting together. And he's like, you're really annoying. And she's like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, she's like, oh, hi. I'm, I'm so uh, shy. Oh, That's goodness. not Minako. No, Minako would be like, he'd like start his like, Venus, we should, and she's like, hello, I'm right here. Yeah. Where are you taking me for dinner? <laughs> yes. Minako would have been the way that I was when mm. I was pretending to hit mm. on Sam in front of my panel. Yes. Yes. Hey, that was so hey, funny. You. You're taking me out later. <laughs> like, that would have been. Yeah. But she's like, oh, no, I'm shy. Oh, don't look at me. And then yeah. he's all gross and predatory. I he's know. like, oh, hey, yeah, all the boys talk about you at my <laughs> high school. <laughs> no. Nope. What? Why is a group of high school dudes talking about a middle school girl that's gross? That's creepy. And the fact yeah. that he's like an older actor. Even if, makes even if it that's even the gross. case, like don't share that information. No, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. It's like that was so creepy. And it was one of those things where I like Minako, I'm so into Minako Kunzite. It was just fucking weird in the show. Until later when they, when they were fight. actually, it, when she was Sailor Venus and he was Kunzite and like, they were then fighting. It was cool. And then they had that moment. I mean, you knew it was a trap. Oh my God, it. you totally knew it was a trap. But it was such a, a great moment because, like, they fight, mm-hmm. she hurts him, he's, like, calling out to her and she goes there and he, like, for a split second, like, touches her. It looks her like face, he's gonna kiss her. And it was like, oh, like, I felt that. Me too. I felt yeah. That. yeah. And then he, like, yep. fucks her up and she's like, well, then fuck you. And she blows them both up. Yeah. That was Awesome. That was yeah. fucking rad. She's that getting, was amazing, she's actually. She's getting choked to death, and she has just enough breath left to summon her attack to blow them both up. So Damn. Cool. That's dope as shit. Damn, that's but, like the way Jupiter and Nephrite went out in a fanfiction I wrote oh, once. But, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Like it, doesn't, it doesn't have anything to set it up prior, you know? No. Like, the relationship before that part in the fight, it's all no. just weird. Yeah, like I would have liked to see more in the Moon Kingdom flashback, yeah, honestly, because they referenced dancing hoops because hoops. it was really weird because they like referenced the fact that the Shitano were in love with the set. Like it's just, it's literally only as much as we get in Sailor Moon Crystal, Pretty which much. was disappointing. Yeah, um, basically being like, yeah, like they also were in love with the Sailor Senshi. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> that was it. Like, I felt like you got more out of it in La Reconquista from that dance yeah. scene where, like, Minako and Kunzai dance for, like, two seconds and then are like, eh, let's go. Right. Let's go. Let's go find a closet somewhere, yeah, exactly. if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I bought that relationship more and mm-hmm. they were, like, trying to put the focus in this musical yeah. on Minako and Kunzai the way that they do on Zoysite and Ami in Reconquista. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, this musical was bizarre. It was really bizarre. But again, like those fight scenes in the end were so, so good. good. I don't understand why the whole show couldn't have been. And like I that. liked the showdowns between um the Shitano and the Inners. Like that's that's what I wanted in uh Sailor Moon Crystal when they introduced the idea yeah. that like they were in love. I was like, oh my god, I want like some Buffy the Vampire Slayer shit, you know. Yeah. Have them fight. Yeah. Fight and then kiss and then fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then someone mm-hmm. dies. Oh, speaking of kisses, when they had that flashback to the Moon Kingdom. Wait. Oh, and my in god. And Serenity kiss. It's the most lackluster stage kiss. Like I know we don't kiss in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know we don't. He's clearly just resting his cold, lifeless mm-hmm. lips against her cheek. And she's turned away, but so but they don't their move. Faces, neither of them move. They just stand still as if they're like, just hold still until right. those kisses like, over. She doesn't even. It, it totally would have sold it if she had just brought her arm up and like cradled his mm. elbow. She didn't even have to fully touch him. Yes. Like, but she just keeps her arm hanging on her side, and you're she's like, she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like the most lackluster stage kiss oh. I've ever. It's like when you like are 
when you're like trying to get teenagers to do a stage kiss for something and they're like super far away from each other <laughs> and they're and you're like guys do you do you know why why people kiss yeah and they're like uh, uh because like, it feels good if it, it yeah, feels good it like feels good to kiss yeah uh, here's the thing though my drama my drama department in high school we were all such like horny idiots <laughs> that like we would spend sometimes just hanging out trying to figure out different ways to mm-hmm. do a stage kiss where you didn't actually kiss because um, we were such idiots it's like wow. no here if i put my thumb here yeah if I oh. Put my thumb here, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Then we can look like we've kissed but not really and yeah. then if i put my hands just like this it looks like our faces are touching but yeah. we're not yeah like we're such morons. I really wish you could see all of the gestures that Kelvin <laughs> just did. It's pretty amazing. Because it was actually really fantastic. And it would have been a lot better than that lackluster yeah. stage kiss. There's, like, even if they'd just done the thumb thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Actually, you know what? Fun fact. <laughs> There's a picture somewhere. I don't know where it is. There's a picture somewhere of me and Christina V. Oh, no way. I'm stage dressed, kissing? I'm dressed as Kyo from Fruits oh. Basket. And she's dressed as the Ma- Yuki. Oh, the yeah, mouse? the mouse, yeah. She's dressed as Yuki, and we are stage kissing where <gasps> she's got her hands on my face, <gasps> and it looks oh like we're God. kissing. Oh, my God, find this immediately and post it on our Facebook page. <laughs> we I don't know where it is. tag Christina. <laughs> Kelby, if you do not find this picture, this friendship is over. The thing is, though, is that I don't know where it could be. It might have, it might have died with MySpace. I don't no, know. No. Is your MySpace deactivated? Mm, no, I Then we got to bust into your we'll MySpace. Find it. We're going to break into your I, MySpace. Nicholas Cage is going to find this national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's somewhere. That's We are amazing. going to blow that up into picture postcards and sell them at conventions. Yeah. I don't yep. know if Christina would like and I that. Bet Too late. Oh no, she'd love it. I bet the two of you also had like way more chemistry than any of because like I said, like oh my god. in the rehearsals they had so much chemistry and I must have been stand-ins because I feel like the Jedi and Mars had good chemistry yes. too. Yes. In the rehearsal, but they just like did not in this Maybe play. Maybe the actual Shitano couldn't make it to mm-hmm. rehearsal. So they're like, we're just going to get these random doing, hot guys. They were all working on Common Rider. Right. Well, <laughs> naturally. I mean, <laughs> along with all of the suits for the Yoma in this. Exactly. That's where they were. They were off on Common Rider so that they could mm-hmm. collect the suits at the end of the filming. So they had stand-ins at the rehearsal. Yep. And the girls were like, oh, these are a Shitano? Awesome. Yep. And then yep. the real dude showed up and they were like, oh. oh. Well, at least we got the monster um, suits, I also I guess. love, speaking of like costumes, that Luna just randomly had like a sword in the Moon Kingdom flashback. Oh, but never uses it. No, she just has like a, a she has a very sparkly belt with a very sparkly sword on her like hip. it's gold. It's a yeah, gold Yeah, it's a gold sword. sword. And she never uses it no. in the flashback. And uh-huh. I thought maybe it was going to come back as like the sword that, you know, nope. the, like the yeah. sword that Venus gets. Uh-uh. No. No. We, yeah. It, she we just never has it, it and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she even like she even like goes to like pull it during the flashback. And, like she's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck stuff up, and then they just yeah, like, run oh, off. Luna's yeah. gonna have a sword fight. That's gonna be awesome. No, no, nah, she doesn't. Never happens. Yeah. Well, then I love the scene too, where they all go to the fortune teller, <laughs> and like it starts off. Okay, so picture this, if you will, if you've not seen this, there is just like. Opium Den music playing. Oh my god! Like it's playing, and you expect that the lights are gonna come up, and they're all just gonna be like laying around, like smoking pipes. Yeah, but no. Instead, the lights come up on not Queen Barrel. Right, obviously not Queen. (laughs) And you know how she's not Queen Barrel. 
She's got a <laughs> like a veil over her face. Yeah, she's got a veil over her obviously <laughs> Queen Barrel face and right. voice and body. <laughs> right, and then she starts talking about like doom and gloom, and then all of the um, the gymnastics team she to know reveal themselves. Yeah, and then it gets super nineties anime for a second because like Kunzai's like, "Psych, I'm Kunzai," and Zoisite's like, "Yes, I love you, Kunzai." Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> and then Nephrite's like. Yeah, I got distracted because this teenage girl wanted to eat parfaits with me. Oh, yeah. There were, like, just all these, like, <laughs> random references to the 90s anime, even though, overall, there were no other references to the 90s yeah. anime. And the girls did not have um, uh, the personalities. That, like, Rei right, no. and Usagi did not fight once. I guess not once. maybe Toei was like, you have to mention some of the stuff mm-hmm. we're doing or else you don't get to do this on Right, stage. right. And then yeah, they Naru's were like... not in this movie, Naru's but she's mentioned on stage yeah. deliberately by yeah. name. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, um, you know, uh, they keep the, the thing that I... <laughs> Just love, note sarcasm, about the 90s anime of if you use the Ginsby show, you'll die. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? Because she did. She did die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all died. Why is that cutie moon rod so cute? I... I'm sorry. I can't get so away. So people in the back row can see it. It makes me, but like, I'm sorry. I Maybe it's because I am I have a dirty mind. But she pulled mm-hmm. that thing out. And it was it so looks like giant. a really giant vibrator. It looks like a giant vibrator. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Like a novelty, like. I it agree. looks like somebody. Yeah, I mean, like the like shape of it is more vibratory. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's like if somebody at a party, like at a bachelorette party, pulled out like a tiny penis whistle and was like, mm-hmm. look how funny this is. Oh my God. And then somebody comes in wielding the biggest fucking like silicone dick you've ever seen. Like the big novelty <laughs> one, like you see if you've ever going to like the naughty shop and you're like look at that one up on that shelf (laughs) no one ever buys that giant thing that's like how i felt when i when she pulled it out and i was like oh oh no oh no no yeah put that put that away (laughs) like but there was a lot of stuff that was unnecessarily huge like the epaulets oh my god and and the mask and the jewels on their tiaras like whoever designed this stuff like didn't really know scale i don't know Oh, goodness There gracious. was a lot uh, going on. I mean, it was enjoyable. Yeah. It's not like the Dracula musical where it's so bad that you want to kill yourself. Where it just feels like we hate ourselves and that's why we're watching this stuff, yeah, is like, to be sadder. This was actually funny. And this there are parts fun. of it that were fun. And there are parts of it I legitimately liked. But No, as I say, like those... But it was so ridiculous. Some of those fight scenes were like so bomb. I love during the curtain call when the Shitano walk up and they just start beating the shit out of each other as they're They're like, call. remember, we're really good at fights. We're good at stunts, yo. <laughs> they do like a big like Marx Brothers style like yeah. stunt sequence. Like Kung Fu Marx Brothers. Kung Fu Marx Brothers sequence. And they help each other up and go, <laughs> we had fun. Stage bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah, man. And then, like, the ending was super unclear. Yeah. Also, I love that they were, like, that Artemis and Luna come in and they're like, yes, their thing, it's at D-Point. We're like, oh, great. So their secret base is exactly where it was before? Do we still have to go through the Italian restaurant? (laughs) Oh, my God. But also the reveal of, like, oh, my God, they died. It's just Luna and Artemis coming out on stage and going, Look at the moon. And then, they're like, all there. 
there. And then this they're vague, all alive again. This vague mm-hmm. moon gets lowered in the back, but it's not lit very well. So you're like, I mm-hmm. think that's a moon. And it's like, do you have telescope vision where you can see them coming to life again mm-hmm. on the moon? Because you're just standing on Earth. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, they're all there. All the senshi. Yep, they're alive again. <laughs> exposition, exposition, alive. And then the girls like come up on that platform lit. Also, like, how did they get to D point? They don't tell you. Unclear. And Luna and Artemis, how did they get there? Unclear. <laughs> there was no lunar teleport or anything. Nah, nope, no, uh, no sailor power planet, planet, planet. teleport. You, you think that if you had like resurrected yourself to do your evil mm. plot again, right? You, you might would find have a, a different, different plan home for your base, right? Right, or a different plan. Like put it in a, a Walmart parking lot right. in the Midwest. It sure. would take them fucking years to, to find, find it. it. Even right. if you knew well, Walmart's what you were looking and, for, there were so many. Uh, and yeah. on top of that, like Beryl literally had the exact same plan as the last time. She was like, "I'm gonna kidnap Tuxedo Mask." Yeah. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I might marry him, but mostly I'm going to use him as bait to lure the girls out here. And the, remember when she, like, kills him? And she just goes, what happened? <laughs> yeah. She uses she her wizard like, staff. Oh, my God, why does she have a wizard staff? She comes out. She aims at him and Usagi. Mrs. Usagi kills Tuxedo Mask. And, like, a drunk asshole who lost their drink just goes, what happened? <laughs> It's like Beryl went on a booze cruise that morning and then just like showed up to work with her fucking wizard staff. Holy it was like, shit. guys, I got a great plan. Guys, what happened to my drink? You threw it at me. Where's my drink? <laughs> oh, also, there was some other thing wherein they referenced the fact that Beryl was a wizard and none of us can remember what it was. So if you guys on Twitter or anywhere, if you can remember mm-hmm. where they straight up call Beryl a wizard, mm-hmm. we would like to know. We think it's in the 90s anime somewhere. But it might also be PGSM. Mm-hmm. My gamble is it's like a throwaway reference right. from a PGSM yeah, episode. Yeah, or it could be, or it or also even could be La Reconquista. I don't think it's La Reconquista, but it might be. I don't know. Tell you what, yeah. if you figure out where that is coming from and you message us, we'll figure out something to send you. Yeah, we, we will send you stuff because we've got you, stuff. I'll send you a button. Yeah, we'll send you a button. We might send you a, a sheet to no sticker. <laughs> yeah, just uh, let us know where Barrel was referred mm-hmm. to directly, as specifically as a wizard. Mm-hmm. And we will reward you handsomely. <laughs> what happened? <Yeah. laughs> like, that's honestly, that's how I feel about this whole musical, guys. It's yeah. like... Nothing actually happened in this whole show. Not Nothing. Really. Nothing. Like, no. They sang so they sang songs that had nothing to do with anything. God, like the first like there's a song about going to the sea. Mm. Going to the sea. There's they a, never go to the sea. There's a sex Yeah, crew. with Haruna sensei. Oh yeah, where they're supposed to go to the beach. Yeah, and, they don't, and then it's, and then it's don't unclear if she was a Yoma or if it was a Yoma disguising themselves Haruna. as her, kind of like uh, Morga did with um, Naru's mom. I feel like it was that. I feel like it was too, but unclear. <laughs> again, unclear because we never see them again. Yeah, yeah, I... it's true. Who are these schoolgirls that when your teacher walks in and says to you without a parent present, "You want to go to the beach with me for the summer?" You're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, no. no this no, no. is normal. No thanks. Pick a swimsuit, girls. We're going to the beach. Yeah, it's alone. also it's also Juban. That's very true. They're not bright. Nah. Juban doesn't have a police force, so there's no one to teach the kids stranger it's true. danger. It's so true. The shrine does not teach stranger danger. No, it doesn't. Maybe that's what Ray should focus on as there her like, next class. She <laughs> should teach the kids stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh now this is a mew. Yeah, man. This, 
This is a mew. This is a moo <laughs> of a mew. Oh my god. More like set a boo. No. <laughs> no. It was fun though. Yeah. No, and as I say, like in the end, like I had some real genuine feelings. That act one finale was pretty good. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean I feel like this is the closest I'm ever gonna get to the the showdown I dreamed of. With the Shitano and the Senshi? Yeah. And it was waiting for you in 93. It was waiting for me in 93 the whole time. No, I'd I'd seen this one before. It'd been a long time. But, you know. Soldier three times. Yeah. Did any of this. Soldier. How much of this did you remember from the first time? I remembered that fucking song with the. Where they all. The Shitano paired off with the girls really clearly. Oh, God. And all the stuff with them, like, hiding behind the bench. Like, for some reason, that's what really stuck. And I remembered that last scene between uh, Minako and and Kunzai as well when they killed each other. Well, when she killed both of them, really. Yeah. 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 Other than that, uh, not too much really stuck. I think I just kind of forgot about it because I it was because again it's like it's one of those things where every single time <laughs> guys the fan fiction with the exception of the Raycon Keister which is amazing correct uh, the fan fiction stuff of the Senshi and Shitano pairings is like way better than anything that's in Sailor Moon canon or in the case of the Muse questionable canon mm-hmm. <laughs> um because yeah they just never really you know elaborate on it to the extent that I want but I but again like those new muse they just nail it I don't know how they're so good at condensed storytelling but they really are here's my question if Sailor Moon came out in an Mm. era when there was a Tumblr Twitter Mm. social Uh media presence do you think the fandom would have forced the show to tap into that more um I don't know, because I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, because Nako Takayuchi had thought about it, I think maybe yes, because mm-hmm. she would have been like, oh, the fans like this, let's do it. Yeah. But at the same time, because I mean, she was very influenced by her editor and stuff, because I mean, she, like, Sailor Moon in a post-Modoka world would have been very different. Oh my yes. God, could you imagine? Very different, because she wanted to kill them all off. Right, oh, she should have. And their compromise was all right, but they're all coming back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Monica wouldn't have happened without Sailor Moon. That's true. So there's no way. <sighs> so complicated. So tricky. Yep. Yeah, man. I Bro, don't know. This was fun. It was, it was a good fun. Show. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, listeners, we do things, and I'm like, oh, the things we do for you. No, this was just for us. No, time. this was for us. This was for us. I mean, I hope you guys like it. Though. Anything's better yeah. than that Dracula musical. And honestly, I would recommend watching this one. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Don't watch the Dracula yeah. musical. Watch this, this one. one because this one is like so bad it's good, and exactly. then it has moments where it's good. Yeah. And it's only 117 minutes. Yeah. So, just or an hour, only an hour and 17 minutes. So not even, like, it's not even two hours. Right. It's not even an hour and a half. Do what we did. Pour yourself a drink. Have mm-hmm. fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch it with some friends. Yeah. MST3K that shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely enjoyable. I think that I would have had a hard time getting through it by myself. Same. Yeah. Um, But watching it with other people was fun. And then, like I said, there there are some, like, nice, genuine mm-hmm. moments of emotion. So I, I give it a... a middling thumb i can't say thumbs up or thumbs down i give it uh eight out of ten sakura petals falling onto <laughs> a dead mom or a chiba and i give it a huge uncomfortably large cutie moon rod <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, when I did uh, the Obsessed podcast, my friend Joseph Scrimshaw's podcast, Obsessed, and I did my episode about Sailor Moon, that was how he ranked my Sailor Moon obsession, was like out of Cutie Moon Rods. Nice. <laughs> because I referenced the Cutie Moon Rod on the podcast, and he was like, what on earth is that? I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. That's your life now. Very cool. Um, yes. So, uh, as I promised on the last episode, I uh, found the iTunes review in the Canadian <gasps> iTunes Yay! store. Uh, that was tweeted at us by uh, on uh, the Twitter by, uh, I believe, William Coney. It's W. Coney on uh, the the internets here on the iTunes. It is the review is called L and J all the way five stars. L and J like our mascot. No L oh. and J like L ampersand J. Oh, okay. Um, we are running for president. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's a very short and sweet review. If you understand what it means to understand what love and justice means to the soul, this podcast does. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> short and sweet. I, I like it. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's a great so, review. Yeah, good. thank you. Uh, and again, guys, uh, if you do leave us reviews in the not US iTunes store, do be sure to tweet at us that you have done so. Uh, better yet, send us a screen cap. That makes it really easy for us to find them and read them because uh, my normal iTunes region is set to US because yep. that is where I live. Yep. Um, I just thought of the worst prank. What if we told people mm-hmm. we were sending the merch? Uh, we joke about like, oh, we'll send you a sticker. What if we sent them an envelope when they opened? It was just full of rose petals that oh fell all over God. their house. And they just constantly found them for days and there was Damn. no merchandise. Like you sucker bombed somebody. Yeah, now <laughs> I just want to like pack a bunch of sakura pe- like paper sakura <laughs> petals in whenever we send people gifts. Oh, we are now. Yeah, we are going to start. Now. We are going to soccer bomb. Everyone. I mean, we'll we send, send you. We're gonna send you stuff, but you are also just gonna have an ungodly amount of soccer petals in that envelope. Yep. Oh, it's gonna go everywhere in your house. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> your lives are gonna be better for it. You wouldn't I think see. So. <laughs> uh, anybody have any uh, final thoughts they want to share on this fabulous Seramu before we uh, wrap things up here? I'll just never be able to unsee those horrible hoop skirt epaulets. <laughs> Uh, when you have boot covers on, make sure they have little stirrups like stirrup pants on them and just wear them over ballet flats. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, and I am going to say uh, anytime there is an ominous adult female figure and her face is veiled, that might be your mortal enemy. Yeah. <laughs> do, not, do not be confused. <laughs> oh, uh, man. All right. So with uh, that, that is going to uh, conclude this episode of Love and Justice, a serious but not so serious Sailor Moon <laughs> so podcast. Uh, Lola, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me anywhere you find an unwinona. U N W I N O N A. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Uh, I don't know, mysteriously floating on the breeze on a pamphlet? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Kelby? You can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity, as in the genuine article, and then you can find me on Tumblr and Instagram, Femininity, one word, like, share, like, femininity and nerd had a baby. Femininity. A gay baby. Yes. Gay baby. Definitely. A beautiful, lesbian, magical girl baby. That sounds awesome. I know. It does sound uh, awesome. If it was guaranteed that that's what I would have, I'd have kids yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold. At my name, Emma Fife. E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That is all F's as in Frank. No S's as in snake. They sound the same on the phone or when you record them into a microphone onto a podcast and transmit them into somebody 
everybody's ears. Uh, you can find me on a bunch of shows at After Buzz TV. Coming back soon, we will have uh, some more Steven Universe coming your way, as well as Star Wars Rebels, which I'm super excited Woo! about. And mm-hmm. uh, at a soon-to-be-disclosed, I assume, date, uh, Transformers Robots in Disguise as well. So be sure to keep your ears open for more announcements about those things if you like that kind of stuff and whatever and whatever snakes (laughs) i put in your ear along with those uh and make sure that you follow this podcast on twitter at l n j pod that's letter l is in love letter n is in nancy letter j justice pod first part of podcast uh you can find us on facebook at love and justice a serious sailor moon podcast or email us at love and justice pod at gmail.com and if you are an itunes user we sure do appreciate those itunes reviews if you leave them for us, we will give you a shout out on the show because we like hearing nice words from you and we like to share your nice words with everybody else. And we like you. We do. We like you guys so much. So uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, we will be coming your ways, invading your ears via the powers of the internet again very, very soon. And until then, stay magical. magical. It's getting better. <laughs> <laughs>